If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County health officials issued a 30 day ban on large public indoor and outdoor gatherings. The new health order, which takes effect on Wednesday, this Wednesday, will prohibit large public gatherings indoors of more than 50 people, as well as outdoor gatherings of more than 100. This ban is in response to skyrocketing COVID-19 case rates here in Sonoma County, which threaten to overwhelm our hospitals. Health officials are asking us to avoid leaving our houses except to go to work or school or for any other necessary trips, such as the grocery store, doctor's office, uh, religious gatherings, and stuff like that. It seems like Omicron is definitely taking a hold on the world and us here in Sonoma County. Well, Betty White's cause of death has been revealed. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. It looks like that she passed away from a stroke that she suffered six days before she passed. And Betty's cause of death is listed as cerebrovascular accident. Now, according to her death certificate, which is a loss of blood flow to part of the brain, resulting in brain tissue damage. Uh, Now, sources close to Betty have said that she was alert and coherent after the stroke, and she died peacefully in her sleep at home just shy of her 100th birthday. Uh, She passed away on December 31st. It was a shock to the world, and you were just thinking about her family at this time. Blake Shelton and Snoop Dogg have joined forces on Peacock's Sunday Night Football Final Series, where they reflect on the highlights and the low moments from this NFL season. Oh, look at Odell. Oh, what the? He just pushed. Oh, oh. oh that's it. He's goosening. That will make you drop the ball. BJ, wow. you know I love you, but you just punched your ticket into the dog. Oh, come on in, nephew. <laughs> I know this seems like an odd pairing, but Blake and Snoop have worked together on The Voice, and I never thought that these two would be commentators for football, but in 2022, anything is possible. You can check out Peacock's Sunday Night Football Final Series right now. You can also get more information on Froggy929.com. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. There's this new video that's going viral right now that's showing a distracted driver crashing into a police car over in Alabama. So the video is showing the distracted driver ignoring a lane closure sign, a digital board, and flashing lights. And the driver rear-ended the police car. Thankfully, nobody was injured, but both vehicles suffered some pretty heavy damage. So again, a sign, a digital board, and flashing lights. This person was definitely distracted by something, right, Amber? Yeah, probably their cell phone. I've seen people have their cell phones like on one of those dash holders. Yeah. And it's still on it, though. They're still on the cell phone. I've seen someone watching a Golden State Warriors game with that exact same thing. You know you can listen to sports games on the radio? Yeah. Did you know that? Did you know KSRO, (laughs) our sister station, plays Golden State Warriors games? Uh, I have a solution uh, for all of this for distracted driving. Drive a stick shift. If you have someone in your life that is on their phone too much, invest in a stick shift because I learned how to drive on a stick shift growing up and there's no way I had time to be distracted while I'm driving. You know, I had a friend who drove a stick shift and she said, I already do too many things while I'm driving. Yeah. So she said she still was able to drive a stick shift and be distracted. What? Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, eat, like eat a sandwich, text on your phone. Now that like. takes skill, a skill that I definitely didn't possess. Uh, so Amanda from Santa Rosa uh, is here joining the show. Amanda, what did you see? Last summer, I saw a teenage girl. She walked up to the window, got an ice cream cone, proceeded to go out and get in the car, tried to talk on her phone without a Bluetooth, drive and eat her ice cream cone at the same time. She tried to turn the wheel to go around the corner and her ice cream cone went all over her lap. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I'm like, seriously? It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Do you know someone who lives off the grid? Nick Saban coached Alabama in the College Football National Championship last night, which Georgia won 33-18. Now, the Wall Street Journal claims Nick Saban doesn't text, email, email, (laughs) email, or use social media. Wow. Uh, So he is off the grid completely. Um... Now, we've got Kathleen from Sebastopol on the phone right now who says she lives off the grid. Now, Kathleen, how do you communicate with other people? I have a phone. I can text and I can, I can like, uh, answer. Okay. That's it. I have no social media. Um, I have no smartphone. Uh, no one can track me. No one can find me. And, you know, if you're my friend, you can find me. Yeah. But I just don't like people knowing my business. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't think it's anybody's business what I ate for breakfast or (laughs) where I'm at tonight, or I just like to have my own life. I mean, that makes sense. It's good that she still has a phone. Yeah. Like people can get in contact with her. I think that she might be overly cautious. Honestly, I'd like to show off my breakfast every now and then. Uh, I'm not worried about tracking whatsoever, but, you know, to each their own. Well, do you know someone who maybe doesn't have a smartphone or email or social media? Yeah. Uh, do you think their life is better without it? Uh, my Uncle Ron, but he's also someone that is extremely paranoid about tracking, and he's like, no, I, nobody can hear what I'm doing ever. I'm like, well, wh- wh- why are you so worried about that? And that's my big thing. Is the, the government does not care about your Uncle Ron. No. I can assure you. I don't even care about my <laughs> Uncle Ron. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. What do you do to relax? I am currently on a quest to chill. That is my goal for 2022, to figure out how to relax and just be happy doing nothing. So this weekend, I noticed something. I am incapable of of sitting still like I can't get through two shows uh, like watching two shows without like having to walk around and do something around my apartment and I just wish I could relax more and have a true lazy day why do you think that is that's what I'm trying to figure out I think I'm just uncomfortable doing nothing which you don't feel like you're being productive yeah I don't know why I have to feel like I'm being productive 24-7. It seems like a light switch I just desperately want to turn off, but the light switch is stuck. So apparently I'm not alone. According to a new poll, 42% of Americans feel guilty taking a lazy day. However, 58% of us say we feel good after taking a day for ourselves, and that's still the majority. 
So you'll find things to do even if there's nothing to do. Yeah, I'll end up like cleaning the the molding of my apartment. I'll end up just finding things to do even though it, you know, it doesn't even need to be done. And next thing you know, I my entire weekend goes by and I feel exhausted. Okay. So maybe you need a hobby. Maybe you need something to do like just for yourself. Yeah. Anytime I've tried to get a hobby, I get obsessed with it and then I end up making it not fun anymore. So it's like a it's a weird sickness that I have that like I have to be productive all the time okay. and I just don't know how to relax. All right, so you need some tips. I absolutely do. And thankfully, we have the Froggy Facebook page for that. Uh, Laura from Novato says, I love to read. I have the Kindle app on my phone so I can read anytime. Kim from Santa Rosa says, a jigsaw puzzle is good for relaxing. Hmm. And Susanna from Cloverdale said, go to Bodega Bay, close your eyes and listen to the waves. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Influencers on TikTok have been discussing pretty privilege, meaning all that stuff that kind of lands in your lap just because you're attractive. Now, are the people doing this really that concern or maybe it's just an excuse for them to talk about how amazing and pretty they are, but everyone seems to agree that it is a thing, pretty privilege. There's really no debate about that, but a lot of them are just using it as an excuse to humble brag about all the stuff their pretty privilege get them. So like pretty privilege, sorry, that's hard to say. Uh, get some things like free concert tickets, free Uber rides, lots of free food, lots of free drinks. You know, things like that are going around on TikTok. But uh, a few people have also pointed out the downsides to being really attractive, like people not taking you seriously or assuming you're dumb. I'm sorry, but I'm having a really hard time watching attractive people complain about their looks on TikTok. <laughs> so, yes. OK, I will say it is real. It also starts early in people's lives, and studies have shown that children that are good-looking are not punished as frequently or as hard. And pretty privilege is is real in every corner of every society at every age. And it has astonished me for many years. And it's also part of every gender, every income bracket, every path. And I think that, yes, acknowledging pretty privilege is probably a good thing, I, I don't see it lessening anytime soon. But do we think that pretty privilege is real? If so, do you think we can unlearn this bias? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Where is a unique place you put one of your belongings? So for the holidays, I received a pair of pajamas, and you can tell I'm really excited about it because I got them three weeks ago, and I'm still talking about it. <laughs> oh, good for you. It's the little things, right? I'm happy for you. Thank you. So I was talking to my mom on FaceTime last night, and I was telling her about it, showing off the pajamas, and my mom goes, yeah, it'll be nice when you're going to bed. You can just grab them from under your pillow and go straight to bed. I went, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? She goes, yeah, I always store my pajamas underneath my pillow, so when I go to bed, I can just grab them 
and just go to bed every single night. Aww. And I love that little ritual that she has. Right. And I was curious, like, is this a normal thing that I just don't know about? And so I asked my girlfriend. She used to do the same thing when she was a kid, and her whole family does it. So I'm like, is this a weird and unique thing, or am I weird for never knowing about it? I don't put them under my pillow, but when I'm getting ready for bed every night, like washing my face, brushing my teeth, I'll set them out like on my dresser or something. Yeah. But never, I've never done the under the pillow thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Someone's listening in the car. They're like, how dare you make fun of how I store my pajamas? <laughs> it's a weird storage place for sure. <laughs> Do you have a weird place where you store something? Getting some great responses on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Brittany from Petaluma says, I put all my snacks in the trunk of my car so my kids can't get to them. <laughs> Bryce from Grayton says, I have my fishing pole in the bathroom. It's so nice and I want to look at it all the time. Okay, that's kind of weird. That one's, uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry, Bryce. That's strange. <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> he loves that fish bowl. All right, uh, Jessica from Clear Lake says, I have to put my dog's toys in the fridge because my dog likes cold toys. He's a weirdo. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. So when were you a hot mess in public? I was yesterday at the post office in Coddingtown. And I'm just going to preface this. I would... I would say I'm not, like, the most familiar with, like, the mail. <laughs> okay? I don't yeah. really understand, like, UPS, the logistics, USPS, FedEx. Like, why are they all different? Like, <laughs> what? Like, what is the labeling process? What is the packing process? Like, I just don't get it. Right. And I've never really had to use these services that much before. Like, I know how to, like, use a stamp, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just got to slap that bad boy on there. Super easy. Yeah. Learned how to do that in school. Uh, but I had to return some things I ordered online yesterday. And all I had to do was print out a shipping label. That's all they said to do. This is your shipping label. It's prepaid. You should take it to the post office. You think that would be simple, right? Yeah, you just print it out, bring it there, they ship it. So wherever it needs to go. <laughs> well, I had the original bag everything was in, but it was all ripped up. And I was like, I don't even know if I can still, I don't even know if I can use this. So I took it to the post office and the lady was just like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, <laughs> I would like for you to help me, please. And she was like, okay. And it clicked in her brain that I just had no idea what I was doing and she was going to have to help me. <laughs> and I know that in her face she was like this girl is dumb you know so what I mean? do you have to use the original packaging to send things back you don't have to but she was telling me that i should because i was gonna have to pay for extra packaging yeah. if i did and that's what i thought i was gonna have to do so that's why i went to the post office but she just handed me this roll of tape and she was just like just tape it up the best you can and tape the label so I walk over to one of those tables and i start taping up this <laughs> ripped bag and then like the tape gets stuck on the rolly thing <laughs> and I'm standing there for like 30 minutes trying to get the tape off and this poor lady comes over and she's like uh, let me help you ma'am oh man <laughs> I was oh like, man you're the best I bet there's like at least five or ten people looking at you like oh, they what were. is Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning doing here right now well first of all I hope no one recognized me <laughs> that usually doesn't happen to me in public like it does to you like I know you get recognized all the time but I never do and I just want to say shout out to the lady that helped me at the post office in Coddingtown you were great I was a hot mess got something to say call me up 
you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Joseph on behalf of Best Buy because he tried to return something, but Barry Martindale is going to make Joseph responsible for someone losing their job. Hi, is this Joseph? I'm sorry. Joseph, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of Best Buy. Okay. Earlier this week, you returned an iPad to Best Buy. Specifically, what I have in front of me is because it was the wrong color. Yeah, I wanted rose gold and it was black. It was actually out of the 30-day window. Best Buy has a 30-day policy for any returns, and uh, it was 31 days. Okay. No one said anything to me at the time, so... uh... I mean, why are you calling me? Well, I'm calling you to let you know that we actually had to let one of the employees go because of your dishonesty. You guys fired someone because I returned an iPad? Uh, That's that's exactly what we did because, uh, you know, your dishonesty is looming around in the air and causing mayhem for everybody. First of all, I wasn't dishonest. The iPad was the wrong color, and they accepted the return. So, I mean, I don't see why this is my fault. I... I, I mean, I can't believe you guys would fire someone about that. That's I feel bad for that person, but that's that's on Best Buy. That's not on me. So we're going to have to ask you to come in and take the iPad back because we've already charged your card for the full price. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. That's against the law. You can't. I've, I've returned it. I signed the receipt confirming that I returned it. You can't just charge my card again. If you're having an issue with payment, we can just, you know, throw you a blue shirt and you can work it off. What the f- I'm sorry. No, that's 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 this is nonsense. That that's insane. I I returned the iPad because it was the wrong color, which I admit is not that big of a deal. But anyway, and now you guys fired someone. I mean, don't you know there's a labor shortage? I mean, it's probably going to be hard for you to find someone. You you fired some poor guy because because of you know your guys' mistake. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's the worst thing to drop in the road or on the sidewalk? So I don't have a laundry machine or a dryer in my apartment, so I got to go to the laundromat. And I parked my car across the street, and I live on a pretty busy street here in Santa Rosa. You know, had my bag with me, threw it over my shoulder like Santa Claus, started crossing the street, and my bag ripped in the middle of the street. And I didn't realize it until I crossed the street, Oh no! and I look back and my clothes are all over the road. See, I carry laundry from my dryer to my bed, and even then, you know, you lose a couple of socks along the way. So I can't imagine having to carry it across the street. You're going to have some spillage happening. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've had this laundry bag for a long time. I don't anymore. Time for a new one. I ran in the middle of the street and started gathering all my clothes. And cars were honking. People were mad at me. And I was like, I don't care. These are my clothes. I don't have any other clothes. Oh, absolutely. And I grabbed pretty much everything, ran back to my side of the street. I look back in the street, there is one flannel, 
and one pair of underwear back in the street, and cars are just running over it. Yeah, may they rest in peace, you know? I'm just going to have to take this loss. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have seen people pick up their clothes out of the like interstate and after getting run over. And I'm like, no, just give up. I'll buy you a new one if that's the case. Truly. And Amber, (laughs) you know how much I love my flannels and I'm still upset about it this morning that one of my favorite flannels is now done. It's gone. Can you find another one? I guess, but it's never the same. Pretty, pretty terrible thing to like drop in the middle of the road, I would say, yeah. Right. And uh, so what's the worst thing that you dropped in the street or on the sidewalk? It seems like everyone has reached out to us, uh, has dropped a phone. And here's the worst story. It comes from Dan, who lives in Ukiah. He says, quote, I walked out of Verizon last year with a brand new iPhone. I was on my way to my car and I dropped my new phone on the pavement and completely wrecked it. This was five minutes after I denied getting insurance on it. Ooh. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. The University of Georgia won the college national championship last night. Woo! Woo! It's a 33-18 against the University of Alabama. And then the pick six to seal it. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone, and the drought is over. (laughs) National champions at long last. I love so, that. <laughs> it was awesome. You watched the game, right? I did. I love Demons Be Gone. Demons Be Gone. You know, I know I'm not an alma mater. Alma mater. You got uh, this. I know Georgia <laughs> is not my alma mater, but I was incredibly excited just as a sports fan. Yes, I'm I'm really excited for my fiance and I. Again, that's our alma mater. That's our home team. So we are a really excited household. Uh, now, apparently... Georgia won last night in the national championship because they played better when my fiance was sitting down on the couch, not standing up. (laughs) And he and his family are the most superstitious bunch when it comes to the Georgia Bulldogs. And I swear his brother screamed at me once because I had moved my leg in a different position on the couch during a game. (laughs) He was like, Amber, stop moving. Your leg was vertical this way when we got the last touchdown and it has to be vertical that way when we get another touchdown. They believe that will have an effect on a game, you know, <laughs> across the state or whatever. Ev- everything. Wow. It just doesn't matter. They're they are so superstitious. They think that every little thing makes a difference in the game. They listen to the same songs before the games. They're, I mean, maybe they're all more of rituals than anything. But Tanner, do you have any like sports superstitions or rituals that you participate in? Nothing that extreme. However, if my favorite team, the Seahawks, win a game, I will refuse to wash my jersey for the next week. You got to keep that good luck on that jersey. And if they lose, you wash it. I'll never understand it. But we've got (laughs) Howard from Petaluma on the phone. Howard, what's your weird sports ritual or superstition? Well, for the past 20 years, whenever my favorite college football team and the most heated rivalry, when the game takes place, my tradition is I don't watch the game. What? One very simple reason. Every year I've watched the game, my team has lost. And it's not just superstition or me being hyper-reactive. I've got stories I can tell you, but... It's so bad that my family members, who are just as much diehard fans as I am, make sure they take every precaution that I don't even get exposed to the game.
Froggy 92.9. Do you have a thermostat dictator in your home want to hear your story? But I have quickly realized that I am the thermostat dictator in my home. Oh, king over there. King thermostat. I woke up from a little bit of a snooze yesterday afternoon and walked into my living room and I was like, why is it so hot in here? And I looked over to my right and the window was open. I go, that doesn't make sense. Look over to my heater. The heater was on 85 degrees. Well, that's With- not good. All the air is getting out. Exactly. What's the point of having the, the heat on if it's going out the window? Are you trying to warm up the birds or something like <laughs> I that? I suppose. And so because of that, I went, all right, that's not happening anymore. I'm in charge of the thermostat. I laid down the law, or at least I tried to. Wow, you sound like cold blood, so. Do I? Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully that's a good thing. <laughs> we had a whole discussion about how he's going to control the thermostat. Yeah? Because I don't know how to use it. Yeah. He was like, it was on 68 all day today. You left it on. (laughs) So I have a dictator. It's expensive. I have a dictator in my house as well. Sometimes you have to because it's so dang expensive. And I just remembered when I was a kid, my grandpa never let me touch the thermostat. I remember one time I touched it and he goes, I will glue your finger to the wall. <laughs> was, oh my gosh. He was joking, of course, but I definitely never touched it again. I don't know. You look like you got some uh, glue stained fingers over there. Yeah. That's where this scar came from, huh? Uh, Crystal from Runner Park, what did your parents do to make sure you didn't touch the thermostat? They lock box on it, and you could not get into it. And so we would use a butter knife and then um, get in through the top because there were vents in the top, and we would try to change the heat. So, and then they put, um, started putting scotch tape on the top of it. <laughs> so we would slice into it and get that lockbox, but it was crazy. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Today is Step in a Puddle in Splash Your Friends Day. Splashing in puddles is such a fun game. <laughs> Since we've been getting... Quite a bit of rain here in Sonoma County. I've been singing a lot of puddles, and those puddles reminded me of my best friend growing up. She was obsessed with stomping in puddles and splashing. She didn't care who she hit in the process, and she was absolutely ruthless about it. Yeah, that, I don't. I've never understood why people want to get wet like that. Why people want to stomp in puddles. I mean, I've never just full force like splash in a puddle before. Have you? When I was a kid, maybe. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, she was a kid too. We were kids, but I just don't. Oh, I understand. thought you guys were full adults. <laughs> so I just don't understand like the the process, the joy in it. Like, I guess if you're wearing rain boots and like you're good to go, why not? Even then, I don't want to risk it. No. I don't want it to splash and go on my back or something like that. Being from the Pacific Northwest, I have a very close relationship with puddles. Okay. I do not mess with them. Mm-mm. What do you mean? Like, I mean, they're so big. If you're walking down the street, someone will just go off the side of the road a little bit and completely splash you just for fun. You know, it's funny that you say that because that happened to this friend of mine in college. We were standing on the side of the road. It was raining. A car came by, splashed her, and I was thinking, like, this is karma for all those times you splashed all those poor kids in elementary school in the puddles. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.